With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Brighter Side is brought to you by audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. Just press play. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Sure. All right. So wait. Uh, well, okay. you missed my so. joke. Wait, Gamergate. More like Gamergate. Bunch of faggots. Am I right? Thank you. Gamers. So we're talking about gamers today on the brighter side. Pew 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 pew. Left right left right up right A B start. No up down up down left right left right B A B A start. All right. No up up down down left right. What does that code do? That's the contra code, right? That gets your dad to love you again. The Konami code, actually, in general, you can use it on different things. You can use it on a lot of different websites. There's actually a website you can go to that tells you all the different websites. You can go type that code in, and something weird will happen. And that the lizard voice you're hearing right now is one other than Dr. Martin Luther King. <laughs> All right, Hold I've the been to Haley. Selma. I walked doing, over buddy? the bridge. Oh, How man. was it? Uh, icy cold. <laughs> White man hates me. <laughs> um, he had a wet drink. Holdenators, ho! How's it going, everybody? Coming to you live from Seattle. <laughs> I don't believe it does, Alan. It's Butchering everything right now. I'm butchering the Konami you. code. I'm butchering, yeah. Okay, guys, I'm ready to start the show. We yeah. already started. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I, I, seriously, though, I'm ready to start. Seen introduce Dominic. Dominic Morrow, my good friend from law school, a genius extraordinaire. Oh, that, that, that's very kind. Thank oh, my you. God. What's six times four? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Get a new smart guy. <laughs> I gotta go back to casting. Okay, I'll, I'll show myself out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so just for the record, we both Dominic and Holden have glasses, so yeah. glad that came. Yeah, yeah, pretty similar. You want to fr- see if they? Yeah. Oh, they're trading uh, glasses. They're trading, trading glasses, glasses like trading glasses. You're wearing Gucci's, my friend. Be Actually, careful, Holden might just yeah, not slide right off your yeah. face because yeah. of the fucking right. pus that's, that comes out of his. Oh video. my god, there's so many zits forming on your nose now from wearing Holden's Holden's glasses. Good radio. I saw the doctor yesterday. I'm getting rid of two cysts. So I'm pretty excited about that. Jesus. Pretty excited about that. I'm probably going to ask to keep the stuff, and I'm going to bring it to round table and give oh, it to Oh, that's it. great. That's a oh, new video great. game, I think, to remove Holden's cysts. I think it's an even better children's cartoon, <laughs> Sister, Sister. <laughs> 
Jeez. And it's just them um, fucking spitting up goop, living off of Holden. So, Holden, you were always a weird kid. Did that draw you to video games? Um, lonely would be more correct, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I've always been um, drawn to games. Uh, I'm not really sure what it was. I know that my next-door neighbors had a Nintendo, and they had Zelda, and I just, the gold cartridge, and I don't know what it was, the mystique about it, but I had to play Zelda. Um, I remember that was probably my first, first video game experience. I also, you know, Ninja Turtles in the arcade, yeah. uh, X-Men in the arcade, Street Fighter 2, oh, you know, yeah. just going to the arcade back when arcades were people chain smoking cigarettes, bad kids went there <laughs> and it was like a dangerous place, man. Yeah, you know, you I could get beat up shit. at the arcade. Fuck yeah, you could. Yeah, that was my favorite your, part. You had to protect your quarters that were on the machine. You'd be like, I got next. You put your quarter down and it was this whole culture of like the rich kids always put the $5 bill in me. Well, my mom always just gave me a dollar. She was like, okay, there you go. I'm like, I can I have four games in here. That's it. I got nothing more. Why I mean, don't they exist anymore? Why are they not popular anymore? Home systems. Yeah. 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 I mean, straight up. And there are, there's a we really- We had cool- Nintendo back then, but I still wanted to go to the arcade. Yeah, but the arcade I- had better graphics. Yes. And now home consoles and computers have way better graphics than arcade machines can. And they cost kind of generally less, probably. You know? But Dave and Buster's, you can go to and get a horrible steak. (laughs) (laughs) I can make a horrible steak at home, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Now we are seeing the rise of barcades, and that's kind of awesome of of places to go and get drunk and play old arcade games. Do you think that's going to be an increasing trend, or is that kind of like uh, kitschy in cities that have a good hipster throwback culture? Can I talk to you about VR? Oh, we could talk uh, VR later. We could talk VR. <laughs> we're not doing any of that, buddy. No one's leaving their fucking houses soon. I can't wait. I think so VR excited. and bars do not mix. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll be at the bar. I will put a VR virtual helmet reality. on and be in a barcade and hang out and just a get A virtual hammered. barcade. Yeah, oh, a virtual yeah. barcade. So right. for those of you that don't know, uh, virtual reality is this new thing. They have the Oculus Rift. You put the goggles on. It's not a on, new you... thing. Virtual reality's been around since I've been a child. It's, it's... All right, Bill, not a science guy. I'll get to it here. You put the headphones <laughs> Sick on. insult. <laughs> you, put the, you put the headphones Bill on. Bill, not a science goggles. guy got fat as fuck. No, he didn't. What? No, I'm talking to Ed. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was like, did, did Bill Nye's size guy get like a thyroid problem? No, <laughs> no, no. The actual real I met him a year stuff. and a half ago. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still smoke. Nice guy, Bill Nye. Still slim. Right. Virtual reality, reality, I notice things take off whenever they're introduced to the military or porn. And porn is about to be huge on yeah. VR. They've already started filming it. I even saw kind of a little demo of a porn in VR. So imagine this. You put the helmet on. You can the girls on your on your dick crawling up on you sucking your dick you everywhere you look you're in the room you're in the room with these hot lesbians and now that we have the uh, pocket pussy or whatever now that we have that thing and that thing will be connected Another to your thing VR we've had helmet since my childhood it'll be programmed or whatever right and, and you'll put it on your dick and then while she's riding up and down your dick there'll be like gyrating things within the pocket wall. interesting wow. but you just walk wow. in on the person wow. they just have a mask on in their bed with a weird thing on their dick and yeah you're just like, oh, oh it's gonna be doing? awful for kids can you imagine that's gonna happen a fuckload yeah, like parents good. walking in on their kids fucking just like getting their, <laughs> just like, they're just yeah. strapped fucking to their the own same bed. horrible pocket <laughs> pussy that his father fucks <laughs> and it's all you know it's gonna happen it's oh gonna yeah 
outdated firmware, so it's a totally different game. <laughs> and that's the thing. And now, too, I feel like the internet has provided uh, our new generation of kids with all these crazy fetishes, centaur fetishes, gigantic woman fetishes, you know, like gigantic, like a mo- big oh, monster like woman. Oh, like a 50-foot woman. Yeah, and now that VR is coming out, they can actually realize these fetishes, these poor people who couldn't <clears throat> have their fetish realized. Now it can happen. And, you know, So I that's mean, a brighter side. Yeah. That's oh, that's, that's definitely good. all right. Great show, everybody. Bright about the game. Everything's <laughs> brighter side about. If you're games. a pedophile, I would. You, you should go to the virtual reality world and get your dick sucked by a kid. I was about to bring that up. Didn't know if we wanted to go there, but yes. Yeah. No, we'll go there. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree that, completely. Do you think that's that's illegal? Because child porn is illegal. Well, it'd be like a cartoon kid. I child, child porn is illegal, but illustrations of child porn are not illegal. Oh, interesting. What? Yeah, true. That's why you do see some kitty porn online, but it's like a. CGI like little baby. It's not a real baby. There's still ongoing legal fights over whether that's uh, protected by the First Amendment. Oh, so, that's uh, so wild. Yeah, but isn't it better for them to just do that instead of the real thing? That's the argument. And then the other argument is that, you know. It perpetuates. Yeah, it, it stimulates the uh, child pornography muscle or whatever. So, like, they want, you know, well, I'm, I'm looking at animated kids yeah. right now, and then later I'll look at real kids. But like, pedophiles can't be cured. Uh, yeah, I know. In your legal opinion, Dominic. In my legal opinion. <laughs> Do you like that every time you come on the show, we end up talking about child porn? Yeah, we're, two <laughs> we're two for two right now. You guys talk about this every week, right? It's not just when I'm here. Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> that cute smile on his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, tell me, how did you grow up uh, and start uh, gaming and, and stuff? Um, I started like way back on the Tandy, actually. What, what is that? that? The Tandy was like, you know, a half step. It was like between the Atari and the Nintendo. And, uh, you know, so you had like four colors instead of two. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, started with the original Nintendo, uh, Legend of Zelda was huge, you know, uh, um, played way too many, uh, uh racing games and, and, uh, they were awful on the Nintendo cause it was all two dimensional, right? Rad Racer. You, yeah, cha- rad- you could change the radio station. R- radio station. They had a 3D <laughs> mode actually. That was virtual reality in, uh, 1986 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you, they came with like the little 3D glasses. That's right. Um, yeah. And I've and been the stupid power glove playing video games. Yeah, that didn't work at all. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I've been playing video games since, uh, since you know. And I think like when we were growing up, playing games wasn't wasn't a thing, right? It was just something you did. It yeah. was just like going and playing catch with your buddies, Absolutely. but instead you just went to your basement and just played games for three or yeah, four yeah. hours with your friends. That's what I'd always yeah. do. I'd go to the friend's house and be like, where is it? No, <laughs> they have it, you know? And he pulled down his pants. You're like, here it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but I think the exciting thing for us, like, Ed, you love football, right? Yes. But football's always been football since the day you were born. It, was, it existed since what? It's much the, more dangerous now. Uh, sure, but it existed. <laughs> Yes, they've gotten bigger and stronger and meaner. We got to see it from the ground up. We got to watch this thing that we loved when it was just a few pixels on a screen become like full VR helmets coming out this year. I mean, that's what's been so exciting about being into games, you know, because you see it evolve. You see it become life like realistic. Like, but uh, hasn't virtual reality existed for 20 years? Why are people so excited? Because they're fine. They finally got it right. It doesn't suck anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like it sucked forever. Remember Lawnmower Man, that movie? I loved it. Yeah. It was Maybe. like it's you know it's just like it's it used to be just like weird polygon shapes like lawnmower man like no and now it's actually like I'm I can experience something I went to a VR gaming festival or a VR festival a few months ago and what? I was. Yeah. You keeping secrets? No, no, baby, don't worry about it. <laughs> and I sat in a chair, and they put an Oculus Rift on me, and I had the headphones on, and the story of this little film was really stupid, but it was amazing because it was just 
a 3D camera on top of one of those drones, and it was about a, a balloon that just went and it just traveled from one place to another. But the balloon was instead of the balloon, it was a drone, and it flew over all these landscapes. You could look around and see the horizon. You look down, you see 300 feet down, and you get vertigo immediately. <laughs> so the sense of experience now is completely different. When you were, we were talking about Lawnmower Man, you, you just think you're in some sort of weird, like, Tron world. Yeah, Tron world yeah. or something. Yeah. Which is fun. Which is also amazing, which is arguably the life I would like to live. And they'll have one for you, buddy. Yeah. You can yeah. get in there and get that all you want. But it's so real. Now the Oculus Rift sees your eyeballs and follows where your Jefferson eyeballs Airplane. are going. Yeah. Really? So here's my question about the future. Could you, and this is for smarty pants dudes, uh, could, you, <laughs> could you download your memories and thoughts into a hard drive and then just live in a virtual reality world? Um, I don't Just live well, forever? Well, then I, you'd be living as your... <laughs> You've been living oh, every step, but that's a way to live forever. And you I think. Smoke I mean, I don't know about downloading. No, no we're not anywhere uh, close to digitizing our own memories. And th I mean, I guess you can. You know, you can keep every video and uh, you know everything you say. I, I actually read a story about a guy who was doing that, who had a camera attached to him at all times, who had an audio thing recording him at all times, and he was literally capturing every single thing that happened to him at all times in the day and trying to pretty much digitize his entire life. So there are people kind of working towards that, but for the most part, a VR scenario would be like. Like, I have a feeding tube hooked up to me, I have a fucking tube in my cock to piss through, and I'm strapped into this thing, and I don't want to go Poo -poo anywhere, I'm just going to live in this, in my version <laughs> good, of good Utopia. Point, oh, Million Dollar Baby, they should have updated that movie. She yeah, first yeah once you become paralyzed, you just go to VR world and have a great time. That's it. Yeah. That, yeah. The, the state of brain science so far is we know that if we uh, destroy these brain cells over here, you forget how to ride a bike or something like that. We don't actually understand oh. how the brain stores any of these memories. Mm. So, uh, But scientists have captured uh, memories on photo. Yeah, yeah. You can sort of see the, the electrons and the electrochemical impulses traveling around. We still don't understand how the brain stores any of this stuff because it's this weird, like, 3D hologram sort of, you know... Uh, the, the brain's crazy complicated. I don't understand it. Scientists don't understand it. Yeah. It's also something that, that makes me wonder, with the advent of virtual reality and how games have progressed, and I agree that this idea of games being something that we have seen grow from its infancy is one of the things that connects everyone that plays games. Sure. It, it connects us all. We're all excited about the next thing. Except for these new brats screaming the N-word at fucking Halo players. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, but yeah. what does it do, and, and speak to that point as well, what does it do with our relationships? How, do we, how, how has games change the way we interact with people both uh, interpersonally and with ourselves. Well, for me, I have a lovely story about that where I, uh, through Roundtable, we are able to reach a lot of people, right? Through podcasts. I guess that's another thing that's allowing us to kind of directly connect to people. Yeah. So now on my PlayStation Network, I'm friends with a bunch of people I've never met before who listen to the Roundtable, right? So I was uh, home alone playing this video game uh, one night, stuck on this boss, and this guy hits me up and says, hey, if you're having trouble with this game, Bring me into your game and I'll help you out. I've never met this guy. He lives in Denver. Uh, we got on headset, ended up spending about four hours together, became very fast friends playing a game. Total stranger. And I think you've had some experiences with that, right? I have. You're, you're, I have a buddy. Uh, uh, our buddies Drew and Cap. Cap was saying, I feel like I spend more time and am closer friends with Drew than people in my own cities now in Chicago because they play Destiny together. Yeah. And it's allowing people to, to spend quality time together virtually. So, I mean, in a way, that's great. Also, I'm Twitch streaming right now, so now I'm literally recording myself playing video games as a show from my living room and putting it out for anybody to watch. 
I can't believe people want to watch that. Not just you, but <laughs> yeah. like in uh, general. Come on, growing up, we all like we'd go over to that one guy's house and like it wasn't a multiplayer game, but like you'd watch him play it and you give him advice and you talk to him about it. Like we've been doing streaming, you know, in the same room for for decades yeah. at this point. The weird, the the fact that it's strangers on the internet is definitely definitely a little bit weirder, but that's not like. But what does yeah. it do, I think, what is the effect of that on the relationships that we're supposed to have with real humans, It right? takes away from life. the personal, but it, it, it adds to the global, right? I guess that's kind of what it is. Like, the face-to-face the is diminished, but yeah, but yeah it, it's just altered now. It's literally like, I've got a dude in Australia who watches my Twitch every regularly, right? I've never met him. He's over there. He started to create art for the show and stuff. He's going to send uh, Lexi a Lexicutioner hood he's working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, like, it's now creating... It's probably creating... Like, obviously, there's going to be a less intense relationship than than the buddy you're hanging out with at the bar, the buddy you're spending a lot of time with or whatever, right? It's maybe less intense, but yeah. it's a farther reach, right? Dom, we, we're going to talk to one of your friends a little bit later, sure. and you have never met her in real life. Absolutely. I have no idea. You know, she lives somewhere in the Midwest. I know that one. But, uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say that uh, my best friend enlisted and joined the Marines uh, right after high school. And, uh, you know, he, he got deployed, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan and everything, and he ended up settling in uh, uh, also in Tennessee, different part of Tennessee. And uh, so I, I've seen this guy five times in the last decade or something, like in person. But we play video games like all the time together because we can keep up and that's how our friendship has survived. Otherwise, you know, I graduated high school before Facebook was a thing. Like we would not have been able to keep up. Um, they don't exactly let you uh, uh, email folks or text folks when you're in uh, in Iraq, right? So like this is how our, our relationship has survived and it sort of moved into this, you know, online, let's play games together just like we did when we were in high school, which says a lot about us growing as human beings, right? But... Uh, you know, <laughs> these are all not. great positives. Yeah, I mean, that's it, the problem also... with this episode. Everything's the brighter side about well, gaming. Uh, <laughs> I can't stand them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sit there and talk to me about video games for an hour. <laughs> well, I like basically it. I learn how to tune you out, and I just have a peaceful time. And this is the negative situation, <laughs> right? But I liken it to exactly your situation with Dolphins football. I mean, how many? But people... I don't talk about it he to you. Talk about <laughs> Dolphins football oh, all the time. He screams about. There's it. not even enough news Every about Dolphins. Day, don't even talk about oh my guy he's like oh this one guy's hurt and the other guy's bad <laughs> it does it. suck i have hurt. sat with you and i like i enjoy it but i have sat with you when you have painstakingly stepped through verbally an entire playthrough of a video game with me. <laughs> <laughs> well this isn't a brighter side about holden mcneely oh, it's god a, knows it's about, it's we need like a five parter for that but it's like you know i mean it just seems like you know not to sound like a like a piece of shit but it just seems like Too a late. great waste of time yeah. It just seems yeah. like an ungod because it takes you know, when I hear it takes forty hours to beat a game. So, you know, yeah. it's just like that's insane that's, to uh, me. Yeah, that's like a mid mid amount of It time. took me a full year and a half to watch the wire. Yeah. You know, like where are you supposed to find the time to play so much of the video games? Just do people who are addicted to video games they get is there an addiction? Is it there like what's the darker side? Oh yeah, in uh South Korea there's uh laws how long you can play in certain cuz they have these video games. People die. They die in their chairs. There's have these like arcades but people go in there and they just play video games. You can pay rent and they like you literally live in like a cubby. Yeah. yeah, you know, you like they store you away, not like, sleep, and you're saying yeah. no? no, no. Do you know anything about that? Any no, of this no. Stuff? I mean, I hear these stories every now and again. Where one of those, you know, they play for like 48 hours straight, and they forgot to eat something or drink something, and they just pass out, but like yeah. or die, right? But that's not. But uh, you only hear about the one story. It's like one out of 
yeah, yeah. million. Well, I'm sure yeah. people yeah. do that for like a 24-hour straight thing. Like you could probably do that and be fine. Oh That's yeah, you could do 24 do for sure. 24, 48. You're pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> You're starting to hallucinate. Well, here's the other thing that I have. Sure. I, I was playing. I remember in law school, one of the games I like to play was this big game called Battlefield, which is like kind of like a uh, you're you're like a soldier and you're, you're going around. Such like a jock. You're such like a bully. You go around and you sh- you shoot things. <laughs> yeah. And for a while, it was fun to just go around. I'm angry. I hate my life. I'm in law school. I love going around in a video game, killing things. But then I realized when they updated this game. One of the awards they got was how realistic this military simulation was, yeah. and like when a bullet would whiz by your your face, your your screen would blur a little bit. You, if you had headphones on, you could hear it like singing by, and then like the controller shaking. And people that played this game a lot started getting beginning signs of PTSD. <laughs> yeah. And that, to me, is really scary, right? I don't I mean, think it should be. I mean, who knows? But like, then you. I don't think it should be real. But like, who am I to say what you are allowed to do? No, of course, I don't. I, it's got to happen. But I guess my question is, you know, these are how positive soon things. can we get the androids out in the field and have these dudes controlling <laughs> them from a fucking remote? I'm thinking the same thing, Cena. <laughs> it's beautiful. They almost exist it, already. Yeah, the drone strikes. Yeah. We're doing. They are recruiting yeah, yeah. gamers. They're they're going to these esports competitions, right? I want to really? talk about this that. Really, this is like a 1980. Film plot, right? Oh, absolutely. They're going, why wouldn't they? They're going to go get the one kid who's got the most nimble little digits on his hands. He's just like firing and everything. And they're going to have him flying drone strikes all through Pakistan, Afghanistan, wherever the hell else. Because most of these fuckers are soulless and got no problem killing people. They're just not strong enough to do it themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the the kid's only problem with the drones is that you can't yell obscenities at the people you're about to blow up in Afghanistan, right? That's the real thing. Mm. Can we get some microphones on this thing? (laughs) (laughs) Just fly end of holding control. It's like, hey, hey fucker. Elevators, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 That is school or military base? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> you <laughs> fucker. <laughs> Chaos. Reigns. <laughs> um, that brings me to the next thing, because gamers are always talking about freedom of speech. we got to have freedom of speech. And then you turn on Halo, and yeah, they're just yelling the N-word at oh, a bunch. Oh, God, yeah. it is so absurd. I actually, when I played that same Battlefield game, I had to break up with a guy that I played with all the time. Really? He was from Canada, and we had initially had a very good connection. Uh, he was very sweet. That's the funny thing. It's like your date. It really yeah. is. And then is. all of a sudden, is. he's dropping N-bobs all the time. And meanwhile, I'm playing a game where I'm strapping C4 to a little RV thing and running it into a building and blowing it up, which I had so much fun doing. (laughs) (laughs) And he's dropping N-bombs. I'm like, hey, man, you can't do that. You can't be saying that type of shit. And he's like, whoa, what's the problem? It's like, what do you mean, what's the problem? (laughs) Have you not, do you not know anything about real human civilization and how the world works at all? You can't just be flagrantly saying, I was like, if I was, how do you know I'm not black? He's like, you're not black. I was like, I'm black. As far as you're concerned, I'm black. <laughs> He's like, well, whatever. I was like, we're not playing games anymore. <laughs> that's great. See, that's why I don't play really um, with, I, I'm very, I don't really play a lot with people online, and it's a very controlled experience if I am playing with people online. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. So. Um, oh God, Let me ask, now, is that what Gamergate was? Like, yeah. just people, like, insulting mm, you? No. No, no, not no. at all. Gamergate is much the more insidious girls, than that. Right? And, and Dom, why don't you give us, like, a break? Down of Gamergate. Sure. So the the 10 second version is that Gamergate is like the Tea Party, but with video games instead of politics, right? 
that yeah. that's basically it. So like you know the Tea Party theoretically they've got this um, uh, they're, they're really angry and they've got theoretically a good cause for being angry, right? Like yeah, you know big business has kind of sidled up to to politics and and governments and now they're not really regulated and people are bringing a lot of profit. Sure, yeah, all right. You go to a Tea Party rally, they're like, and the president's black, and you know, well, hang on a second, that really doesn't have anything to do with how much profit you know Pfizer makes on their dick pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Gamergate is sort of the same thing, right? Like you know. Uh, Video games, there's not a lot of, uh, uh, there are a lot of problems with video game culture, right? So uh, video, game, video game companies release these huge $100 million video games uh, that take forever. They, they cost a lot of money, and they just churn these things out over and over, and they're all buggy pieces of shit. Uh, Batman, the latest Batman game got pulled off the market, actually. For PC. Yeah, for PC. The PC version was... Uh, was I have it for PS4. I am fine. Batman. Was it like that? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah you know. Exactly. It's just he's walking into a wall and, Robin, yeah. bring me a sandwich. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. He Batman. hugs, he hugs like the Joker a little too long. Batman loves Joker. <laughs> you know. Um, it's awkward. And, you know, so, so the rallying cry for Gamergate has been for the longest time. Like, it's about uh, ethics in video game journalism, right? And so, theoretically, yeah, all these review sites that give great grades to uh, uh, crappy games like the Batman game for PC, um, <laughs> you know, uh, they, they don't get more review copies of these free video games unless they keep giving good grades to these games, right? It's the same problem that car magazines have. You know, you can test drive the new Mercedes or you can buy one, asshole. You were not nice to us last time, so you go buy one. We don't care. Um, and, and so, theoretically, that's what Gamergate's about, but really what it's about is, um, you know, uh, women who are participating in video game culture and critiquing video game culture and talking about video game culture as if it weren't something exclusively for, you know, uh, white teenage boys. That's that's basically And so how did women it. get so much vitriol because of so Gamergate? Wait, how did women even know how to pick up a control and vote? Yeah, yeah, good you know question, what I mean? Amber. Specifically well, what happened was, very strange. there was an accusation about a, a female game developer who was literally in bed with some folks from the media. That's how it started. And it's... Mm-hmm. On its face, but then the internet got all the internet about it, yeah. and then it just became a wash because everyone's just screaming not nonsense. <laughs> and it was all—it was an ex-boyfriend, a pissed-off ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. uh, released a big old blog rant about how his ex-girlfriend, who is a game designer. Uh, had cheated on him with with people who work for different video game media sites, and then everybody went, "Oh, they those people happen to write really good reviews for her game mm-hmm. that is arguably not, not that great." Arguably, I mean, I, I don't was know. It a game? I never played depression based game. It was game? a depression based game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was about called depression quest. Yeah, and so it's a, a play on you know ordinarily you go through a video game you get points for doing tasks and in depression quest it's Sounds about like having depression. Job. So you <laughs> depression quest is about having depression and fighting depression. So uh, you keep going through the game and you get fewer and fewer points for doing stuff. So eventually you just lie in bed all day, right? Oh. Right? What? So that sounds really yeah, bad. That's a it's, video game? It's depressing, right? Well, that's well, the whole thing we're talking about. Well, I was the impression, wasn't it, in uh, there's a couple games that are doing gaming as opposed for entertainment, but like there's oh. for storytelling. Dude, there's a game so out right now pe- that Absolutely. I'm afraid to play. Is that the one about the no, no, people no, who lose their kid? Yeah, that, yeah. that dragon, that dragon cancer. Yeah. And about, it's about these two game developers who are married to each other who made this game <laughs> while their kid was dying of cancer. Oh. Oh. So it's, it is like... 
But there is a Ooh, there I is a portion rough. of game developers who are not doing it necessarily for entertainment, but for storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Storytelling yeah, is good. entertainment. Storytelling is entertainment, yeah. though. Yeah. Like you don't have to be, you know, uh, driving bombs into buildings right. to have fun in a video game. I told a great story while I did that, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, so this this game, uh, yeah, that's how it started. The game was actually free, I think. Like Depression Quest, they yeah. didn't. Act, it was as much an art project as it was a video game. Honestly, what started yeah. it is almost kind of r- irrelevant. It's literally an insane ex-boyfriend's rant. It's it's like it, yeah. it, this shit was, may was or may not have happened. information given out too? Yes. Why did people oh, yeah. from the yeah. internet attack It just her? blew the doors open on like everybody on the internet and their brother to freak out. And then people just start piling on other shit. It's just like the fucking co- comedian rape joke controversy. It's the same shit. Yeah. Where it's like something happens. Yeah. And then everyone piles on it and it just becomes this never ending bullshit ar- like argument that doesn't go anywhere. And other people you know? don't care about it. Yeah. But and, everybody, somebody else is like, my life is devoted to this right and, like, what? and it's like anything else it's like it's like what what you just said that dominic that it's it's literally like any other uh any other business has the same issues right, with right. the connection with the relationship between media yeah. and a product movie yeah. reviewers give great reviews to garbage movies all the time video game reviewers give great reviews to garbage video games all the time and it's because you know that you have to you work with these people you need to have connections with these people so you can do your job and, or you uh, write for the post it was, that leads to <laughs> <laughs> it was my understanding though that Gamergate was an example uh, that happens in other medias as well is that any woman who uh, works to critique any aspect of a uh, mode of entertainment which is most modes, modes of entertainment that are run by white men if they critique it then you get this army of anonymous people who will find out personal information. Horny anonymous and send people. You, Absolutely. Um, and then publicize information about where you live and your personal phone yeah. number and stuff like that. And so my understanding was the big thing about Gamergate, it was just illustrating once again that like as opposed to when men critique things, women are, if they dare to say something negative, then they're going to have the risk of getting personal threats. And yeah. let that be a lesson, ladies. No, no. <laughs> Stay so the, in the kitchen. That's why I'm always nice to yeah, Tina. Yeah. So, the video, <laughs> so, so the video game's getting good reviews when they don't deserve them and the car's getting good re- reviews. You know, that's mm. been a problem for decades, and you're absolutely right. The moment a woman speaks up about it, that's when, uh, oh, no, we need to, uh, you know, tell this lady that she needs to get raped to death or something. Mm. Like, that's, that's when people seize on that because mm-hmm. a guy, I could have said that like you know five years ago like this is not, I'm not a, a genius for figuring this out anyone mm-hmm. can see that like yeah. you know it, it, this has been a problem in all sorts of areas of culture and you know when a woman speaks up about it I mean, a bunch of, like, horny, unknown people. I would just like to lay in my bed with my pussy open. Come on, people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. I think that's good enough for this this segment. Doors unlocked. You know what I mean? (laughs) I just feel bad because everything is the brighter side. It it really... You guys actually got into the brighter side really quickly. Eddie is always going to be a staunch uh, conservative... Uh, fuck the game, dickhead, yeah. asshole. I was big into <laughs> Super Mario life. Brothers, and then once 3D happened, I was like, I don't get it. And yeah, that's just... been the hardest thing for once, trying like, to get my girlfriend like to play games. Once there was another button, like once it got past three buttons, when yeah. she put the buttons on top, I was out. Honestly, yeah. dude, it's been. I mean, I'm in it right now. I'm exploring what that is to try to find somebody. Who does not the last game she played was Super Mario Three. Loved that, mm-hmm. and trying to get her to a, a jump in evolution. From Nintendo don't to want to today's do it. games. It's like giving a monkey a computer. You it's know what I mean? It's 
insane. Hard. It's yeah. so crazy to try to figure out the translation. That's what I'm. But you doing guys right are now. playing right yeah, now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I want to plug that real quick. Holdenator's Ho is my Twitch page, and every Monday night. <laughs> How many O's in the Ho? Just one. One O for this Ho. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and uh, on my Twitch page, uh, every Monday night, uh, I, I'm making Lexi play my favorite game from my childhood, Final Fantasy VII, from. 9 to 11 p.m. And then on my, uh, I, I archive it to my YouTube so you can watch it on there. Two hours of her having to play Final Fantasy. For 45 weeks because that is a 70-hour game. That oh, my God. That's amazing. That's Guantanamo Bay tortured people for yeah. less time than that. Did she make you go to wine classes, tasting classes? <laughs> yeah, you got to balance that out, man. I know, right? I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe I'll learn how to knit. The problem is I like most of the things <laughs> she likes. likes. So it's not a group activity though. Yeah, it's the thing. Yeah. It's not really a thing to do with you with people. You just give her a so, sweater. <laughs> the, the Twitch is going well. You just had one with Kissel too. I just did one with Kissel. I did one with with Ed, where yes. I forced Ed to play Bloodborne, uh, which was goddamn amazing. I did it. I did good. He too. beat the first boss. I couldn't believe it. And um, I yeah. hate video games. I'd love to play it. Though. You need to come over. I'm going to start booking it out. I, I'm getting Henry over soon. I definitely would love to have you on. Amber yeah, and I want to come back as well. And Ed will come back. Um, I especially enjoy people who do not play or like video games and making them play especially extremely difficult video games like Ed playing Bloodborne. Yes. Dominic, what do you got going on? Video game-wise? Uh, just life-wise. Life uh, you want to plug anything? This is the plug section. Oh, the plug section. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. At my name is Dom. Yes. That's, that's what I do. That's I love fun. it. Yeah. Nice. What if you're a really nice person? You're like, I'm on Twitter at niggerhose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I'll be tweeting it. my PhD thesis <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> at clown farts. Um, I bet it's already taken. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, uh, Dominic, do you want to plug any uh, PlayStation Hangouts or anything like that? Do you want some new PlayStation you a, friends? What's your or? Steam tag? Oh, Oh, maybe no, no, no. I just play games with my friends. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. Mine's a catcher sixty nine forty five. Yes. What's the forty five? Um, I just had to put some numbers in to get a uh, tag. Oh, okay. Yeah. Forty five. You could tell him it's um Michael Jordan's comeback number. Oh, yeah. Or the yeah. caliber so of like bullet old, that's going to yeah. go through his head when he's forty five years old. Exactly. So, uh, old, uh, so Michael Jordan, old Michael Jordan, sixty nine. And who's he? Michael Jordan, he's a North Carolina. He's a guy in Creed. He's a guy in Creed, right? Can we film a thing where Holden goes and plays uh, football with Ed? And I've done it before. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, no, fun. I'm fun with the talky talk between <laughs> plays. Oh my god, it's like it's if I can go to a vir- that's what, if it was a virtual reality helmet of beating up Holden. That would be my favorite game. <laughs> real, real quick, Ed, Ed, imagine this. Imagine this, though, because this is absolutely going to happen. Front row, every Dolphins game, right on the fucking 50-yard line, dude, every single game. I like game. watching the game with people. Well, you could have your buddy sit right next to you with a helmet on, and he'll be there oh, next I like to you. Going to the bar and drinking You're with you and eating peanuts and fucking cheesesteaks. I'll be front That's row. never going to change. You're not going to go. You're still not going to care about football. Your fucking team's in the Super Bowl. You don't give a shit. Driving me nuts. Go thirds. Yeah, all right. Goodbye, everybody. We'll be back in two minutes. All right, welcome back. Pew, 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 pew. We're talking video games. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep, yep. And this guest, we have Mike Drucker here. Hello. Hi. Who's currently doing, a writer on The Tonight Show. Yeah. And an avid gamer. A very avid gamer. Gamer? Yes. Gamer. Gamer. This is, this is strong champagne of these days. <laughs> now, you had a Super Mario-themed wedding, correct? I, I did. I have a, yeah. A so what did that wedding. entail? Uh, we had a, uh, the cake looked like uh, the castle from Super Mario Brothers 1. Oh, my uh-huh. God. And uh, we had stations set up that we, like, off, I guess, like, Craigslist bought really cheap 
small CRT TVs and set them up like along the edge of the reception and had like video game system set up, which was actually great for yeah. kids at the wedding who are normally super bored or embarrassed. You invited uh, kids to the wedding? We invited kids to the wedding. First problem. First problem. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a bar, open bar? We had an open bar. Kids didn't get the open bar, oh. but oh, we did have damn. an open bar. We had um, open video games. Open That's video games and open bar. A hundred times yeah. better than And we did little like uh, video game uh, themed chocolates. Like we melted, we found... Like, people just sell, like, you know, like, chocolates in the shape of, like, the mushrooms and the stars and stuff. So we melted chocolates and painted it to look like stuff and did little, I guess, goodie bags, you could say. That's mm-hmm. nice. Did she wear a princess uh No. Dress? <laughs> no, she just wore a normal white dress. Was she uh, was she a gamer as well? No. No. So, so it, was a really, it was really nice of her to go along with that, and now we're divorced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't always work out, uh, everybody. Yeah. Oh, man. My next one will probably, if I get married again, it'll probably be a normal-themed wedding. I don't yeah. think I can do, like, a Zelda-themed wedding after that. No, no, no. Super Mario 2, though, it's a little, you know, that was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Can I can I do a Super say- Mario 2-themed wedding. <laughs> <laughs> just go the series. Can I just ask how you pitched that style of wedding? Um, I think we were, when we were planning the wedding, she was like, ah, oh, I don't want to do a really boring wedding. And I was like, <laughs> I've got an idea. I've got, and basically. I know what I want. I was, I fucking, <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, why don't we do a, you know? Well, we do a video game thing wedding, and she was like, "All right, sure." I think she was she was very like she wasn't one of those um, people that was obsessed with with their wedding. Like she wasn't yeah. like a, like she wasn't like oh, ever since I was seven, I've dreamed of my wedding. She was just like, "Okay, we're getting married. Let's figure out how to make it fun," and uh, that's how we sort of went about it. And so now that relationship didn't work out, and now yeah. you're in a new wonderful yeah. relationship. Yeah, I want to know how are you navigating being a gamer, and now your current girlfriend is not a gamer because you right? got to give the time. Exactly, you got to put you, in the time. How do you manage the time for yourself? Um, I don't between not, not well. writing for the Tonight Show, <laughs> gaming, and being in love. Not well. Um, I just I don't know. I just I. There's never w- enough time for love. It's never enough time for love. Uh, I, I wake up. There's never enough time for games. I wake up early often and play games. I'll stay up late and play games. I'll lose sleep for games. Uh, I'm not like it's not like you know like a World of Warcraft person where I'm not like lost in this virtual world and those are my only friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's more like just like I'm like oh, I need to make time for this. It's important to me and. So I do, I guess. I sometimes I sometimes get like moody or like I'll go to Starbucks with my laptop and be that guy. Oh. I'll be like the fat guy with like a 17-inch laptop <laughs> that you just hate, that you look at him and you hate him more than the screenplay guy. I'm that person at I, Starbucks. So Have you ever like missed a meeting because you were playing games? Um, I not at, not at my current job, not at Tonight Show, but I've definitely had when I was like straight out of college, I definitely missed things because of video games. Um, like I also finals and stuff. Tests. I missed finals. I missed tests. I was also an English major, which is a lot easier. Like I wasn't like if I was a science major, I wouldn't have passed. Yeah, you but just read a book. You read a book and you <laughs> shit out an essay, and they're like, "Fucking fine, you're just here for the degree." Mm. Um, <laughs> but if I would, if I was going to college for a real subject, I probably would not have done well. Have you ever been like making love to your girlfriend and like thinking about Zelda? You know what I mean? Like thinking about video games. I mean, not Zelda, but. <laughs> 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 and it, like I've definitely throughout my whole throughout my whole life, uh, uh, it's not like it's not like I'll like be bored with a relationship or something. Um, I'll just, you know, there's good games, and sometimes you think about good games. Okay, here's the thing: I'm not I'm not like fantasizing about a woman from the game during sex. Oh yeah, like, just I'm not game getting itself. off. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh man, really wish I could be playing XCOM right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I just, and it, it's. And it's not because of the person. It's happened with everybody I've been with. It's just a thing that, you know, it's it's the media, the art form that I love the most. 
you know, outside of like doing comedy, like the medium I can appreciate without doing it necessarily. Yeah. So uh, I think about it sometimes at the wrong time. And it's also good that you go and like late at night after your girlfriend's asleep, you go to the living room and play video games right, right. as opposed to like going to the bar and like doing blow in the bathroom. Kind of thing. <laughs> it's true, that's true, right? Sure, I think that's sure. like a good thing. That's at least what I tell myself when I go to sure. play video games late at night. Right, right. You gotta right. have an outlet. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. And uh, but you said uh, you you used to actually do make video games. I used you know, to work so for Nintendo. To, so you used to you know so you did hold the job. I did hold the job. I yeah. worked for Nintendo as a localization writer, which means I had a Japanese translator I worked with, and he would translate a game's text directly into English, and I would rewrite it so it made sense to American audiences. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a super cool job. And Nintendo's an amazing place to work. They're yeah. really nice there. Wait, but uh, what games did you work on? I worked on. Uh, my main games were Kid Icarus Uprising. Mm. Love for, the old one. For, love the old one. The old one yeah. was good. Uh, uh, Mario Party 9. Um, I did a little bit of work on a cup on Zelda Skyward Sword, but it was just a tiny bit of work. A little bit of work on a couple of the Professor Layton games. Mario Party 9? Mario Party 9. <laughs> I was you, the lead writer. I've never, of heard, of, I've never heard of Mario Party. And, never heard and of Mario was Party? a Mario Party 2 guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I worked on the ninth in the series. That's my claim to fame. So they're a party. So the enemy is like people that just talk about social justice warriors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, like it's someone a, that votes for Trump. Trump or something is that they like, <laughs> jump over him? <laughs> I guess it's cool with all the mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> now, were you able to like in the translations? Were you able to like put some jokes in there yeah, if they course. weren't? Well, that's why they even they hired me. Um, they hired me uh, on the recommendation of another guy um, named Ed Murray. Oh, Ed Murray, of course. Ed Murray. Yeah. Who, who still works Respect. there. Still works there, and he's a great comedian. But the thing is, a lot of video game companies, you know, there are games that are supposed to be funny. They're funny in the original Japanese, and they want funny translations. But a lot of people who become video game writers are more like, you know, people who... I mean, I also play Dungeons & Dragons, but people who want to write, like, flowery prose, like, very, mm. like, Lord of the Rings-type things. They want to be dramatic. They want to be serious. And comedy is a little harder to do than that. Mm -hmm. um, so they were looking for that type of writer, and that's why they hired me. Like, I was I was already doing stand-up before that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And uh, what made you uh, What made you want to leave? What, you just wanted to come back and uh, be more in entertainment? You know, it's a job that... It's a great job. It's a really good job. The benefits are good. It's a company that, unless you're an awful human being, they won't fire you. They're just mm -hmm. not a company that fires people unless you've done something significantly wrong. Japanese are so nice. They're very... Here's Amen. the thing is, they're very stern, but they're very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that said, it wasn't as creative as I wanted it to be necessarily. Is it racist to call a whole race of people nice? I don't think so. I think, <laughs> I think it's probably a good type of racism. You know, it's probably a, like, there's probably a weird edge to skate, but it's also yeah. probably like, all right, we're not going to get mad at you for that. Opposite racism. Right. Hey, all those Filipinos smell good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, we're not going to get mad at you. And there's nothing whoa, implied whoa, whoa. in I it. know a lot of stinky Filipinos. <laughs> oh, jeez. And they have embraced the oh, stink. we're off the rails now. <laughs> My mother's Filipino. She's terrible. <laughs> um... Oh, man. Yeah. One thing about Japanese, I've never seen a Japanese person beg for money on the streets in America. I've seen women, like, pick up cans and stuff, but I think that's not a part of the culture. To How do you know they're money. Japanese, though? I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. I think sure. I it there. Sure. I always said that it's okay if you're talking about uh, Japanese people, like, 
World War Two. Yeah. You know, like you're allowed to call them Japs. Yeah. Yeah. But just because you know that's what everyone else called. That was just them. you know. But then, but then you know, once as soon as the war is over, they're Japanese. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yes, yes. Uh, game, yes. Games have have progressed over over the past two decades and stuff. What are you noticing about game gamers specifically, the people who are playing games that have yeah. changed as you've have watched it grow? I mean, it's definitely more diverse. It's a more diverse group of people. You know, there's old women on the subway playing Candy Crush, which you know you might you know there's people who are like that's not a real video game, but it is. It's it a is. fucking game on a phone. Yeah. Um. So it's a much more diverse group of people, which also means that there's different groups who think that they have total own ownership of gaming so you get stuff like gamergate when there's like people who are like well no this is my thing other people can't be on my thing mm-hmm. um which they would say they're not saying they would say it's a different thing but it's kind of what they're saying uh do you do a lot of uh, online gaming with uh, strangers and friends or i do i do i do a fair amount i'm not competitive like i'm i'm not like i'll never be as good as a 12 year old at a game yeah and there is a moral uh hit you take when you like you know get killed by somebody then like like a little kid who hasn't gone through puberty calls you a faggot. Yeah, it's just something about that. that that like you like Ugh. or like a racial slur, like just straight up everything um, makes the experience unpleasant. But I do play online a little bit, but I'm not good enough to be competitive. Yeah, yeah the hearing the voice of a child, a child. A child. after yeah. they have a just child. destroyed you, and they're like constantly Ugh. running around. I've always experienced this. They'll like run around with like the sniper rifle and come right to your face and sneak up behind you and shoot you with yeah. it and be like, ha ha. And, and you're like, <laughs> it's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. You're like, oh. <laughs> oh, I have a law degree. Yeah, I am yeah. an admitted attorney in the state of New York, right. sir. Boy. There was, a, <laughs> there was a couple that got married at a video game. They both had uh, avatars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they got married. And and then all these like trolls went up to them and just like beat them up and raped the bride and like yeah. oh my god yeah yeah in yeah in the game world in the game world okay god it's like Jeez. Braveheart yeah <laughs> <laughs> how do you Google the most like scariest news I, I feel like you are a wealth of the scariest news I don't know you just no. gotta go down that rabbit hole man <laughs> <laughs> keep clicking links and links and links and eventually you find yeah so why it's like why do why do they feel the need to do this like are they are but the, are they, but if they and when I was a kid they didn't do it. You know, I guess it wasn't an option. But I but think it's, it's just... like the equivalent of like smashing a mailbox. Like you don't think you're doing any damage. You're just like, ah, I can do this, and this is my mm. display of power. I you're lack right. I power. I definitely smashed the mailbox. Yeah. Right, exactly. Though. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's when, the same thing, Eddie. Yeah. When you're 13, though, you lack any sort of real power. So you're like, oh, this is the one place I have any sort of power, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. And like. It may actually harm somebody. It may fuck somebody up. But, yeah. you know, when you're a teenager, you're like, smashing someone's mailbox. I don't give a shit. They don't care. But it could be like a family that's like, well, this was our last $200. <laughs> you know, you just <laughs> yeah, don't put yeah, that yeah. together in your head. Yeah. So how does the kid grow up that grows up in gaming like that, that is trolling and doing those weird rape jokes and do, just like dropping racial yeah. slurs the whole time, whole time? I know how we grew up. We just had like older people and, and older friends that smack kind of like us. Right. smack us around. Yeah. Who are smacking around the young gamers today? I don't. I mean, I think they grow up to be like Ted Cruz. Like they sort of. <laughs> <grow up> to, <laughs> they, they, they grow up to be like just. I, I think that some grow out of it, and some are like, oh, you know, some have people that smack them out of it, or like they do it, and someone's like, hey, that's that's kind of an asshole thing to do, and they're like, oh, I shouldn't do this, and then some people just never get called out, and they turn into like, you know, 
Oh, that Rouge guy. Right. <laughs> turn into Rouge. You want to turn into Rouge? No one should what like a that. Fucking loser. One of the things we also talked about was virtual reality. And yeah. as a gamer, are you excited about virtual reality? And what do you think it's going to do to again, like the culture of gaming? I, I am excited about. I have always been excited about virtual reality because I hate my body and would love to escape it. Oh. <laughs> that is also why I'm vaguely suicidal. Um, it's oh. the same, but it's the same impulse, weirdly. Um, but uh, what body would you be? Would you be like a strong? I, I th- cap- I'm like a be- like a beautiful woman, and it's not because I'm like, and it's not because I'm like, and I respect transgender people. I'm not transgender, but I think like it would just be like, oh, this would be nice. This would be a nice change to like feel beautiful. It's a lot of responsibility. I'm it's letting a lot you know. of responsibility from no, no, a no. beautiful woman. No, <laughs> when there's an option to select the gender of the character I play as in a video game, it's, I 100% pick. I 100% pick a female. That's what I always, always. do. And, and I've always had friends who are like, oh, you just want to look at her butt, and I'm like, no, I just feel more comfortable. Yes. <laughs> yes, tracker. Yes, we're on the you, same you page, know I mean? buddy. It's, it's not sexual at all. It's not like some sort of like she's hot. It's just sort of like, oh, this is the character I would identify with. Yeah, I definitely always make myself black. Yeah, man. I've done Every that. Time. I've done that. Like in Fallout 4, I'm it's, a black woman. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. even more extreme. I know, I know. I usually stick with the man. That's, basically, that's, that's the least amount of good I can do for the progressive cause. Literally <laughs> <laughs> the least amount. Is in a video game no one else but me sees being like, yeah, I'm a black woman. What do you think of this? <laughs> Donald Trump. I'm a real progressive, I'm not a, a moderate. <laughs> Nobody will ever know but me. <laughs> Oh, I always pick a muscly man, I guess, for like the five seconds I play video games before I throw the remote across the room. <laughs> All right, I think uh, yeah. I think we're going to wrap it up this, uh, oh, this, wow. this, this short and sweet. Nice cool. short yeah. little yeah. sweet meeting with Mr. Trucker. Awesome. Thank you so much, Thank buddy, you for, for coming me. in. Great. Love you. Always Love you always a pleasure to see you. Yeah. Um, what's going on in the life of Mike Trucker? Where can people check you out? Where's your, what's your podcast podcast called? is called How to Be a Person. Uh, I do it with another Tonight Show writer named Jessica Dweck. Um, comes out every Thursday. Check it out, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever. How to be a person. Nice. Yeah, that's great. What's that about? I uh, mean, besides... We're both... <laughs> it's a self-explanatory. <laughs> is, is that a stupid question? I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we both had this conversation one night where we realized we're both, like, really bad at social things. Like, we don't know how to cook. We don't know how to make friends. We don't know how to travel without, like, our parents telling us what to do. So we're like, oh, what if we had our friends who are good at those things? So we've had friends who, again, like living abroad, uh, everything from uh, how to shoot a field piece. We just had Jenna Friedman on. Oh, nice. Um, so, so various topics of just how to live a human life. That's, That's great. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah. I love that. All right. Um, well, uh, thank you so much, and we'll uh, see you guys in a second. Welcome back, everybody. We are with female gamer Hari, who's on the Skype call with us, and we're also joined by Mike Drucker again. Good to have you back, Mike. It's good to still be here. And we got the Brighter Side crew here. Hari. That's how much we know about video games. That's the style of games we're at right now. Hari, thank you so much for joining us. You are the token female gamer for this show, which is great for me, at least, as usually I'm the token Middle Eastern guy. Yeah. Um, tell us what kind – first, I want to hear about the types of games you play, and then uh, then we'll get into what it's like being a female gamer. All right. Well, um, I've played a lot of type of games over many years, but currently I like playing MMOs. I'm playing WoW again. 
unfortunately, but I'm playing Wait, WoW again. What, what, what's, what's Mao? Is that like a wow. Russian roulette game? Oh, you guys are terrible. Yeah, World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I had no idea. I was like, wow. I'm already wow. mad that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. The no, 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 no. You're no. the right Eddie's one. Eddie's a dummy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just don't know. I'm a dummy, too. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Wow. Yeah, because we, we drink. Our video games is drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. drunk right now. I'm drunk right now, Harry. Um, so you play. I'm so, I'm, so, I'm so mad at you guys. <laughs> so you're playing WoW again. Uh, I'm playing World of Warcraft yeah, again. Right, right. Are they all uh, like shoot 'em up games? Uh, FPSs, yes. FPS. What is FPS for them? Yes. What is FPS? First person uh, shooter. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's like Wheel of Fortune for me. Sorry, I'm not. We're not trying to insult you. We, I just generally don't know. No, I have no idea. I feel like a little kid asking God. That's you know? because, uh, well, we, this is you know the show is the brighter side. We are a cynics look at optimism, and uh, that's why we wanted to talk about gaming because we know it's how important it is to millions and millions and millions of people. And me and Amber know zero about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cena, you're very versed in it, but uh, we're we're trying to find the brighter side for us. And uh, and we have learned a lot of them today. But uh, you are a female gamer. And uh, you uh, you deal with uh, quite a uh, quite a bit harassment online, correct? Yes. Now uh, now does now you were saying earlier it was just because if they just even sense you're a female, how would they sense it? Well, it depends on the game, but if you join up in a game that's multiplayer and say um, in World of Warcraft you have a female tune or a character, or in say Team Fortress Two you have your steam image and name or if you talk and you know your girl voice gives you away uh they start to treat you either very kindly or um immediately ridicule you uh question whether or not you're have any value in the game or if you're just annoying or whatever it is is it like you're on the playground and boys are like girls stink you know and they like throw a rock at you yeah some of them yeah they'll, they'll insult you they they like to have their um you know, insults out and ready, but others are really, really kind. Now, when they were too kind, is that aggravating as well? Do you want to just be treated normally? Yes. And, you know, when they're really, really, really nice, you know immediately what they're trying to do. You know, they're getting into that, is she going to be potentially a girlfriend sort of thing. Well, and some that- people are just gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> oh, not, not in video games, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you don't virtually hold the door open for somebody. <laughs> they, think, they, they think they're being cool. Now, do you, do, uh, Harry, do you ever do uh, Twitch streaming, anything like that? I have before, and it's gotten me a lot of uh, bad bad experiences. Yeah, I've that. heard that from, from women. Really? That. What, ha- what really? has happened? Well, I didn't have the video the um, video broadcasting, or I'm sorry, the uh, webcam, rather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a good thing for me, I found out. But just talking, if you said anything, if you had a slip-up, you said the word wrong or whatever, it was immediately, you're dumb, you're stupid, you don't know the game, you're not worth the time. Right. And it's just, you can't mess up as a female. you got to be perfect. Have you ever thought about just saying you're like a 12-year-old boy instead of a... <laughs> Oh, I have. Oh, certainly. Yeah, I'm a little boy. Don't bother with it. Oh man, that's I. It's funny, but also sad at the same. Now, time. are there uh, female gaming uh, chats where you can go in and just like you know you're amongst other people who aren't gonna fuck with you? 
Yeah, certainly. There are female-based teams if you play in um, games that have teams like League of Legends. Mm -hmm. And many times you end up finding people who are either female-friendly males or other females. They come together. It's some form of, like, force of God. Mm -hmm. But then the trolls still sneak in there as well. Oh, yeah. They got to get into that girl club. And can you you kick people out of of certain games if they're being uh, shitheads? Can you kick them out? Depends on if you have the power. So if you're an admin of a particular server or if you're like guild leader or something, yeah. And they do this thing said R-E-K-D, right? Wrecked? Yes. <laughs> well, wrecked, <laughs> uh, GG, no, no re, all of those. Uh-huh. Interesting. And what, what does any of that mean? Um, GG, no re is good game, no retakes or oh, no okay. redo. Um, mostly it's just dude bro conversations where they're like, you're shit sort of thing. No, Mm -hmm. this is interesting. Why did dudes like just take over video games and then complain, like say it's masculine. You're literally sitting down and just piddling with moving your fingers. That's so feminine. You might as well be sewing. Uh, (laughs) the theory I've heard behind that, uh, is that in the eighties video games, there was a huge crash and video games sort of fell out of fashion. So in order to sell video games, they tried to put them in the toy aisle rather than the electronics aisle. And back then toy aisles were very gender based. So you had your mm-hmm. pink toys, then you had your boy oh. toys. Mm. So the theory I've always heard was it was established in the eighties when they're sort of like, all right, we're going to put it with the boy toys. And that's how it, that's what I've heard. I don't know if that, if you agree well, with that. Well, additionally, um, I read a very interesting article that said that video games, specifically in the 80s, was a major contributor to uh, computer programming being considered a male-dominated yeah, yeah. Uh, versus, because originally computer programming versus creating computer hardware was considered a woman's job because when it first came around in the 40s, 50s, 60s, it was considered a skill that was very similar to quilting or knitting where it was based on repeating patterns. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but in the 80s, due to the rise of video games that were primarily a male-dominated right, form of right. entertainment, it became seen as, no, uh, computers and computer games and making these forms of entertainment are for men only. And that's when uh, computer programming became considered. It also was mirrored in how real estate went from being a male-dominated profession and when it became a female-dominated profession, the salaries dropped considerably because it was considered less difficult because women became the pre- uh, predominant. Interesting. Um, I can't sell shit. <laughs> that makes me just want to like rip out my uterus and throw it. Um, <laughs> uh, so what are some of the things that have happened to you online? Uh, well, you know, just joining a server and so you have the opportunity to talk or if you have the name, which Hari is such a uh, androgynous name that I've mm-hmm. gotten away with it. But if I have anything remotely female in my um, picture icon or if I talk, they'll they'll either be really nice or they'll start using nasty words. They'll call you names. They'll ask you to shut up if you're annoying or they'll call you an attention whore, which is like apparently their favorite thing to say is every female is an attention whore. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've had issues where guys have messaged me asking if I wanted to have sex for items in the game or oh send them right. yeah. Yeah. What so. a bunch of losers. Yeah. yeah. That's sorry. insane. 
it'll go all the way up to rape threats, which I've thankfully only had three, but, you know. They're just like, oh, only three. Only three. It can get worse. Yeah, yeah. of course. I'm going to come over and put my tiny dick in you. Now, yeah. is this any game that you play? If you're playing like a fun blocks game or like a, what is Animal the, Crossing. There's the circle game that Spielberg made. You know, is this like, you know, you... Are, it, is this does happen at every game you play? Or you just find that maybe on World of Warcraft it happens more. No, I th- I think that it d- really depends on the type of game. As co- of course, it depends on multiplayer games. If it's multiplayer, I think World of Warcraft has gotten a lot better at it personally. But if you get to games on Steam, where it's opened up to younger kids or teens, where they're not learned that etiquette online, mm-hmm. it it's it's really bad. How do you think uh, we can improve the etiquette online, especially for the young people? I think there are a variety of things. First, at detention. home, any but... I'm sorry? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. Detention. detention. Go ahead. Well, at home, if a parent hears their kid saying stuff online or typing, they need to inter- intervene. They need to step in and say, stop that. But at school as well, since teachers know that their students are on the computer, on the internet, they need to start teaching etiquette online because at some point... Someone has to say something about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's also been this trend where parents love the, the screen, and they're so happy when their kids can be in front of the screen because that's a yeah. moment when they can have to themselves. They don't have to be, like, doing stuff with the kid. But at the same time, it's almost like you need to, like, be supervising them even more when they're in front of that screen, right? Whether it's an iPad screen or an iPhone screen or, or a video game screen on a TV or something. I just remember yeah. when I was a child, I was so scared to curse. Yeah. Just like even say the word fuck, it like blew it blew my mind that I was able to do that. Right. Well, my parents didn't really understand all the swear words in English, so I right, took right. full advantage of that. <laughs> why people like why do children have such a fucking hard time now? I think you being anonymous, it's suddenly a Superman thing. You know, mm. you can say anything and get away with it, and no one knows it's you. Mm. And so when you don't have that face in front of you, it's that power. And everyone wants power in such a big world. And Hari, you were, you were also saying that your husband is a gamer as well. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. And then what what kind of reaction does he have about the Gamergate, about women in gaming uh, when that when that happened? Well, I'm really thankful to have a husband that agrees with me on a lot of topics of feminism. So when Gamergate started to happen, he wasn't, um, you know, attacking Zoe Quinn or any other female that stepped up and said something. And he uh, was able to have conversations about gaming, about improving culture with women in gaming or talking about journalism integrity or whatever it is that people talk about with Gamergate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt comfortable talking to him about it. But some of his some of the people we know together have been really volatile with gaming gate where or gamergate where they have you know women are whores and you know this proves that women are whores and they just want attention and this world needs to be protected i mean it's just one person one person was an asshole and then you know now everyone's getting branded i don't understand uh i mean maybe i just wish the world was a better place i don't know I think we do, and I think it's what we were almost talking about before, where it just spiraled out of control, and then everyone's now a, a, a co-opting the Gamergate movement for something mm-hmm. bigger that they have in their own mind. Right. I think it got too big for really what it was supposed to be on, and and then it suddenly became this attack on women, where it could have been a really healthy, productive conversation because it needs to happen. But death threats, rape threats, all of that, just yeah. nasty. Wouldn't they also call the FBI and like have a SWAT? team over at someone's house 
Yeah, I think it was rumors around they're posting their personal information all over the internet and all sorts of stuff. That's insane. And social justice warriors, the opposite side, they're getting people fired from their jobs. Everybody's just so sensitive. So sensitive. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, you know, this shows the brighter side. So as a female gamer, for you, what is the brighter side for you about gaming? It sounds like your husband's awesome, so big ups to him. But as a gamer, you continue, you're not going to stop playing games. What keeps you going? What makes you happy about playing games? Well, I think games give us an opportunity to be a lot more creative with our identity. Um, I can be anything inside of a game, but I can also change the type of games I want to play. So I go back and forth between having that sort of role-playing game with World of Warcraft, but I can do survivalism where I'm, well, I go home and I relax and I chill out. Um, I think I, I think games are wonderful. Even with the bad, I still go, I delete the people that call me a whore or whatever. Um, so it just gives me the opportunity to express my own identity and be a nerd. I mean, I get upset when my friends like are like slightly upset with me. I can't imagine getting a flood of people saying that they want to rape me and kill me and I'm a terrible person. I mean, it's just Well, in real life, you can, you know, and you can choose who you hang out with. Right. You know, that's the difference. You know, when you're thrown into a a room of a chat room or with a bunch of, you know, strangers and children from all over the world, you know, you're never going to pick a 12-year-old to hang out with. Mm. You know, yeah. I'm not going to the bar with some little fucking shithead. Well, additionally, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, basically though. But additionally, um, people who make threats and carry out threats through the internet, they have the advantage that they have no real-world consequences for their actions. Mm -hmm. Because the type of person who harasses women online and uh, specifically sends sexual threats to women online would never do that in real life because real life has consequences. If the same guy who calls every woman he runs into on Steam a whore, if he was doing that at a bar, he'd get to beat, beat the fuck up. Probably yeah. by some women. Yeah. Like, I'll you, we need. I've said it once. I've said it a million times. We need to bring back the public beating. <laughs> you have said that a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 A lot. If you just drag one of these kids, you pull them out of his house, you beat them up on Twitch, and you're like, "This is what happens when you call women yeah. whores." Yeah. Yeah. I bet it stops immensely. At Larson, Larson 2016. <laughs> Four more years. Four more years. I mean, I never stole anything because in Saudi, you'd see people get the beat, shit beat out of them. But <laughs> right. I've had a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Something I'm not supposed to do. Yeah, especially before five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's five somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're gonna wrap this up. Hari, thank you so much for uh, coming and talking to us and hanging out and opening our eyes a little bit. Uh, is there anything that you wanna promote on the show? We, if you have a Twitch stream that you uh, or no. Uh, I guess you don't do that anymore, but if you have a Twitter or anything like that, uh, maybe we get you a couple of new uh, new fans or something. No Twitter. If they want to add me on Steam, Hari, and play some games, have a constructive conversation about how to change the gaming world, I am more than happy. I'm All sure right. that will happen because cool. we have a lot of cool kids that listen to our show. Awesome. All right, Hari. Thank you so much, darling. You're the best, and uh, have a good day. We'll play, some, uh, play some good-ass games. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you, Hari. And thank you, Mike Drucker, for joining us again for this segment. Sure thing. Rock and roll. See you guys later. Thank you, Hari. Thanks. Bye. 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 Have a day. Bye. Nice day. Bye. Bye. 
right, that was uh, what, a, what an entertaining episode. I think I know I love playing video games. Eddie, you know, one of the things you told me off air was that you actually have games that you like to play. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're card games, basically. I mean, I play Solitaire and Spades on my phone all the time. But, you know, truth be told, I probably play them like two hours a day. I'm More always than playing other them. gamers. Yeah, I'm playing uh, I'm playing on the toilet. I'm playing in bed right when I wake up. It, keeps, uh, it gets my brain moving a little bit. And then I play it on the subway when I'm listening to music. Because, you know, the thing with me with video games is it just takes up so much goddamn time. So what I used to do when I played video games when I was addicted to Madden for a little bit, which I had to quit because uh, I got too emotionally invested. But uh, the uh, I would I would turn off the volume and just play music so I could also, you know, learn about music while I was playing video games. And that's why I like playing Spades and Solitaire. Amber, do you have any little iPhone games you like to play? No, I just sit and stare at people. See, that's a game <laughs> in itself, people. It is, it is. I get a lot of chit-chats on the subway. I like it. And so whenever you uh, have an inkling to play a game, maybe think about also staring at people. Mm. Uh, challenge yourself a little bit. This was a really fun episode. I, I had a great time with everyone. Mike Drucker was awesome. Hari, thank you so much. Mm. Holden McNeely, Dominic Morrow. We had a real stellar cast. Absolutely. And uh, I want to say uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can uh, check us out. Uh, give us an email at thebrightersideatgmail.com. Correct, Sina? Yeah, brightersideradio at gmail.com. Correct, you know? yeah, brighterside radio at gmail brighterside radio. And then uh, Mary, rattle off our voicemail because we got a lot of really fun dreams, but also just send us a voicemail about how you're feeling. Maybe there's something that's bothering you and you just want to get it off your chest. You can't afford a therapist, so just call our voicemail and maybe we'll respond or maybe we'll just ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, give us a call at 347-620-6615. That number again is 347-620-6615. All right, cool. That is Mary at Mary J. Bulge. Mm -hmm. I'm Ed Larson at Eddie Tunes underscore. Amber Nelson. Amber Smelson. And Cena John. At Cena, Cena John. John. And uh, you can come and check out the Murderfish Show, please, March 12th uh, at the Pit 930 upstairs Saturday night. It's going to be a fucking fun one for uh, St. Patrick's Day or whatever, the Ides of March or whatever the hell's coming up. And the character special uh, uh, coming out of characters on Netflix uh, is released on March 11th. So please don't forget to watch yeah. Henry Zabrowski's uh, episode. And you are on Oh, one? also, uh, True TV, every Tuesday, 10, 9 Central, watch Almost Genius. I'm doing a lot of character work, and I'm having a great time. That's Fuck great. Yeah, yeah Amber. And uh, it's called Almost Genius. Who else is on the show? Um, you know, a bunch of people. Nobody Fuck else that. that matters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So <laughs> go check out Amber. She she deserves all your praise. I know you guys give it to her anyway. And taking us out today is from the Boston Pops, Look Sharp, Be Sharp. Instrumental, you might remember this as the song from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, my favorite video game of all fucking time. You guys are great. Play video games. Don't let people tell you you can't play video games because, God damn it, you deserve it. This is the most, like, sports ending to a video game <laughs> podcast ever. All right, you guys fucking be well. Go out and win, win, win. <laughs> shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, 
and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka golden ticket scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated golden ticket scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit VALottery.com or use the lottery app. That's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka Golden Ticket is all mine.